Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 136 of the Poke Tower Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please drop a like early and let's get this party started. Today, we're going to be talking about the king of the gaming hobby right now regarding the grading companies. We have CGC, WADA, and VGA that are the top dogs. I did a little bit of digging as far as eBay sales, and I found some interesting stats. So that's the bulk of today's. I guess I won't say it's a bulk. That's, that is the hot topic of today's uh, podcast, but we will be talking about our normal TCGs and uh, things that are on the way. So here we go. Starting off with the Battle Royale this week. Let's begin. That was really loud. That sample was stupid loud today. Holy cow. Here we go. TCG Battle Royale. We're talking about Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and Pokemon, and their most recent booster set releases. Um, Digimon has got a new set coming out this Friday, so Alternative Being will not be in today's Battle Royale. It'll be next week. Here we go. Number one this week, going with Dragon Ball Super Wild Resurgence. It's a brand new set, just dropped last Friday. People have been getting the leaks on... um, the uh, God Rare. Uh, we saw the Shenron, which a lot of people thought was going to be the God Rare. And uh, it's here now. So case prices are at $1,031. Box prices are at 80 bucks, And top four cards in the set come out to $2,008. Now, I haven't really looked at this set in depth. Um, basically, you know, very briefly uh, looked at it. I haven't dived into it. I haven't found my picks. Uh, there was one SPR that I saw that I think uh, can have some significance for collectors, but um, I haven't looked too much just because that that God Rare is pretty much the only thing most people are going to be hyper-focused on in this set. Anyways, uh, these are the debut prices. Pretty normal, uh, 80 bucks. That's that's about right for a God Rare set. Um, lot, this stuff's going to get opened a lot. Uh, and I think, I think God Rare sets are some of the best sets to keep sealed. Um, Vegeta, um, the Bardock, and now the Goku, which we will be talking about later on today, I think the box prices are always going to be uh, a good investment. So what I'm what I'm talking about is like let's take a look at TCG Player right now, and we'll go ahead and uh, look at Realm of the Gods. You can kind of see how it's gone. So <laughs> first of all, look at the case prices at twenty three hundred dollars. Uh, you got case prices at a thousand, so that is basically 1.3 times higher there and you look at the booster boxes they kind of dropped a little bit from about 200 ish yeah you can see that um but again from 80 dollars let's say you bought today at 80 bucks and you're at 170 that's more than double your money um so you can see it's dropped a few times it's gone up to 250 ish down back up so this what's happening is people are just probably bringing a little more supply into the market and the market responds to that People were able to undercut, right? Like, hey, I got more boxes of this. I'll sell at, I'll sell at 200. And the other guy's like, well, I'm, I'm in the green. I'll sell at 150. And people will do that. And that's what kind of happens when that, when that supply runs out, the price will shoot right back up. Let's go ahead and look at Dawn of the Z and see how that is doing. Dawn of the Z booster boxes are 100 bucks. So there you go. The, another instance where the price has actually gone up. Um, and you can see at one point, you know, it was 80 something dollars. And now is, you know, shooting about 100-ish. It looks like 120 right there, 115, 105 on some recent sales. Uh, and again, that's, you know, I don't know, about 50% um, or 20, yeah, 50% of of your initial investment. So it, Dawn of the Z is a little bit newer, so that's not going to be as significant as Realm of the Gods. But you can kind of expect the same thing for Wild Resurgence. However, this is a Goku card, so could be um, on pace to kind of follow more of what Realm of the Gods is doing. Uh, but there you guys go. Uh, 
we'll probably see some red in the coming weeks, but I'm sure that this Goku will hold up, uh, hold up this set for a while, especially because Power Absorbed was the set previous to that. They're killing it. Um, their last few sets have been great. So I think all the Dragon Ball sets have been solid this year. They, there's really nothing to complain about. There's nothing to be worried about. I think they're solid sets compared to what we got in, uh, last year. So, all right, that's it for number one. Number two this week, going with Yu-Gi-Oh! Wild Survivors. Not Wild Resurgence, Wild Survivors. Why did they have all these wilds in their name? I have no idea. Uh, but case prices are still $7.49. Box prices are down to $64. And the top four cards in the set come out to $377. That's a bump from last week. So that's why I kind of I, I kept it at number two, basically. Because the rare cards went up in value. You don't see that a lot with Yu-Gi-Oh! on a new release. Now, that'll happen over time when new sets are released and new new platforms to play, like things like that. This was just one week later the price went up. So um, maybe that maybe not many people were opening it. And because of that, there's less supply. So it kind of drives prices up. That could be a reason why, but we're, we're not really sure. There are also 21 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. That's great. 15 collector rares. That means there are six other cards you can pull that are $15 or more. And that's that's amazing. When, when you're talking about, you know, ultras and secrets from modern sets that are that are 15, 20 bucks, that is great. Uh, you want to see that. I mean, that's, you know, that's like 15% of your box price, 10% of your box price. Like that's, that's pretty good. So, um, wild survivors, I haven't opened any yet, but I do, I do like the hungry burger card that's reprinted in a collector rare. And that one actually went up. I want to say it was like 30 ish. Now it's like 50. So took a nice little jump there. All right. Number three this week, going with Pokemon Paldea evolved. All red here. Case price is $5.94. Box price is $106. Top four cards in the set come out to $264. There are 13 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Um, the Magikarp already took a dump. The Tyranitar took a dump. Iono's the only one that's really holding solid there. Uh, usually about the second or third weekend, there will be a couple of outliers that will rise in value. Like I think uh, a Tinkaton, um, you know, Illustrate... Art Illustrator, or Illustrator Rare, that's what they're called, I-A-R, Illustration Art Rare, whatever. Um, Tinkaton, that one went up. It's like over 20-something dollars. It wasn't like that on release day. So there will be a couple of these Illustrator Rares that kind of do that. There will probably be some meta cards, like an EX card or something like that will do that. Um, but the rest, like the ones that we think are collectibles and rares, those usually go down a little bit. Um, kind of like, I think the Magikarp will be a great one. The That one's kind of sketch, right? Because I think there's manipulation there. Uh, I we were seeing that some people on eBay were were au were auctioning this thing, and it was getting shilled up to over 200 bucks. When you go to TCG Player, the market price is 50 dollars, and people were buying them for 50 bucks like daily. So, who paid 200? Probably nobody. Um, but that was happening a lot on eBay. Someone's just driving the price up of these things. And what does that do? Well, all the other sellers who see that that are stupid they're not you know they're they want it to be they want that to be true like oh yeah it's a 200 hundred dollar card so what do they do they bump their price up i'm gonna go 60 and then some newbie on tcg player ebay will say oh he's at 60 i'm gonna match him you know and then someone else will say i think i'll go 65 I'll, I'll hold mine a little bit longer and it just starts this nasty cycle of all these sellers start adding more you know a dollar here dollar there two dollars here three dollars there Next thing you know, the card is a hundred bucks and nobody's listed for less than that. And that's kind of what, and then you'll see some guy undercut everyone. Hey, I'll go 50 and he'll take 50. And then everyone's like, what the heck, man? We're all listed at a hundred and you went for 50. It happens a lot. Uh, I think that could happen with the Magikarp because we're already seeing some foolery on auctions, but you could just go on TCG play right now and grab the guy. I mean, if we just pull it up, uh, if my internet will load, come on now. Funky stuff going on, though. Uh, okay, did the internet just die? I'm supposed to be getting thunderstorms today. Oh, there we go. Let's see what we got. So Magikarp, here he is at 53 bucks. Uh, look at that. The market price is already, see that? The market price is already at 74. Uh, and it's just, look at this. Look it. You can see it here. Let me show you. Oh, wow. It's actually gone down. 
So it was down to the 70s here. When someone sold as low as 60. And look, it went right back up. So it was it was coming down to the 70s. There's 50. And now it's going back into the 80s. Now it's in the 90s. Some people tried to undercut here in the 70s. Look at that. 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 70, 80. And here's release day right around here, I believe. This was release day 50-ish right here. And now it's coming right back up. So you can see here from release day, low 50s, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 70, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 70, 80. And that's kind of that's kind of what you're seeing right here. So it was really cheap. Oh, and this is where I thought it would be right on here in 50 ish. And now it's kind of back up. And I'm telling you, these prices have gone up because of probably what's going on on like eBay auctions and stuff. Just pay attention. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so expect that one to come down. If you want the magic carp, just wait or try and pull it. Right. It's it's a secret rare technically, but um, I pulled one. It is what it is. I don't know. Um, it's number three, though. Paldea Evolve, number three. Let's go to number four. Going with Digimon Across Time. I can't give it a better spot just because I think the other three sets, like, okay, Pokemon might not be a superior set. Pokemon is a superior brand. It's more popular. There are more people talking about it. It's going to always outsell Digimon. Just That's how it is. Um, and there's just nothing in this set to really carry it beyond what Pokemon can do. Wild Survivors, so far, so good, right? And then Dragon Ball with a Goku God Rare, where nobody's really touching that here. Um, case price is $810. Box price is $7094. Top four cards in the set, $442. And then Omnimon's still floating around. It's actually, uh, you know, and there's really not a ton of sales info on it. Um, we might be get, you know, it kind of, it's kind of giving me, I wouldn't say, um, I wouldn't say like Omnimon Ghost Rare, vibes but i feel like bielzemon alternate art that was in the starter deck like that type of insert ratio is that that might be what's going on here because you're just not seeing a lot of it uh and it's holding its price but again it, it's it's less than i think it's less than eight weeks old it's not it's not crazy old um it's it's around two months old so give it some more time kind of like what i did with bielzemon right so the bielzemon i watched uh, we watched that thing go up to four or five hundred bucks. Now it's back down in the twos, you know. And then I bought it around two hundred ish, uh, and I graded it. I got a ten on mine, which was great. Um, but I remember my point is, is when we saw that card, I was like, I'm gonna sit back and watch this one for a little bit because there's just not enough out there. And at, what do you know? A little more supply comes in, price drops a little bit. So that's that's what I did. I'm going to try and follow that with this Omnimon. But, you know, there's so much stuff out there. It's hard to keep up with it all. All right. That's it for the Battle Royale. We got Wild Resurgence, number one. Wild Survivors, number two. Paldea Evolve, three. And Across Time, number four. Moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? All right. Trick or Trade. They already got the new Trick or Trade set. Uh, scheduled to release in September. We got a quick look at it here with PokeBeach.com. Here we go. Trick or Trade Booster Packs will return in 2023. Move my window here. There, oh, crap. There we go. A new set of Trick or Trade Booster Packs will release on September 1st. Each bundle will cost $19.99. These are so cool for kids. These are, they're really cool for kids. Um, I wish, I mean, there was stuff like this when we were kids, but it wasn't, Pokemon wasn't doing stuff like that at all. Uh, that's a quick look at the bag there. I, I just think this is unique, right? It's different. It's really cool. Spooky surprises lurk inside. Share Pokemon fun and excitement on the spookiest night of the year with a bundle of booster packs. Booster packs? Oh, I get it. Inside, you'll find mini packs containing three colorful cards. They should make Pokemon candy is what they should be doing. Imagine, oh, that's what they should do. Well, I just got a new idea. You need to make a Pokemon candy with a promo card inside because <laughs> for collectors that'll be a very sought after card because the candy will likely ruin the promo card on the inside which means there won't be a lot in a high grade which makes it collectible for the collectors which means the kids can also get the stuff they want the candy right everyone wins that's what that's what they should be doing here's last year's last year's pack i didn't get any of these uh they're they're cool you know it's just 
whatever though. Here's the full set of last year's stuff. The Mew I thought the Mewtwo and the Gengar were some of the coolest ones. And the coolest thing about any of this was the stamp, the Pikachu stamp there. Like that. I mean, it's cool. I don't think it's anything investable though. You would have to you would have to sit on this for like 20, 30 years for this to be worth anything. And a good example of that would be like um here we'll go. I'll I'll show you here in a second. Let's continue with this article. Uh, last year's trick or trade set. Oh, wait a minute. Last year's set. This bundle will come with five booster packs featuring three Pokemon cards. Last year featured 40 packs. This is why the new price is $5 higher. Oh, okay. So they used to be $14.99. I didn't even know that. Last year's trick or trade set was first ever released. The set featured 30 cards of all of which were reprints. Uh, this was a very popular idea like in the 80s and 70s 80s and 90s like um sports cards used to do it too sports cards would print a halloween set um not halloween like theme characters they just kind of put like booster packs in a bag and then that was it, had, it was the idea of halloween it really wasn't halloween themed cards i don't think um but yeah sports used to do basketball baseball football um the set featured 30 cards, of all which were reprints. Yep. Each card special to special Pikachu pumpkin on the stamp. See, now that would be cool, too. Imagine imagine Pokemon making a full art card, right? A full art card. It's all orange. It's all orange, just like this, and it's just the Pikachu head as a pumpkin. That's, you, you know, just like the gold cards with the Pikachu on it. Imagine one that was just all orange, and it had the Pikachu as a pumpkin. That's it. Texture, done. That'd be a hit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why Pokemon doesn't hire me, man. That's a great idea. I just thought of that right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody's listening to me. <laughs> Anyways, um, so there you guys go. That's a quick look at that. Let's go to TCG Player and look at the last year's set. We're gonna go look at Trick or Trade, and let's see how they're doing. I guarantee you they're not doing that great. So we'll go high to low here. So you can get the booster bundles for 21 bucks. So they went up $6 from last. So it took, it's been a year basically. And they've, it's gained $6 in value for the sealed packs. And that'd be kind of something cool to have. I think if you're talking about this, uh, like it's from strictly from like an investment standpoint, grading a whole set in tens would be insane. That would be quite the feat. Um, the easiest thing to do would probably just to keep these things sealed. And, I mean, you're kind of a jerk for that, too, because it's for the kids. So, I thought I saw these at Walmart one time. I didn't even get them. I don't know. Um, but, look, the best card in this set is uh, $0.38. Cents. That's the Gengar. Market price is $0.38. Cents. So, they don't really go up that much in value. Maybe over time, there might be some weird shill that could... This is just a sealed... If you're a collector, I think it's just a sealed product because of the novelty of Halloween. That's it. Um, I don't see the cards going that far. Maybe, I mean, it would take a really long time. That's what I think. I think if anything was worth any money, it would take a really long freaking time. So uh, that's a quick look there at the trick or trade booster bundles. I think it looks cool. They got the Mimikyu, they got the Pikachu on it. It looks cool. Um, I'll have to buy some for my son. And uh, he's got a little binder now. He's a binder collector now. So he's getting pretty serious. Um, and he'll just stuff those in there. And uh, that'll be that. But, um... I mean, Halloween's cool. I am actually, I love, like, end of, like, end of August to basically New Year is best time of the year. Best, best, the back end of the year is the best time of the year. So the last, what, four months of the year? August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, five months. Best. Um, I love Halloween. So just in general, people are in better moods. Things are better. Festive, fun, right? It's about the kids, so. I like it. All right. That's it for the Trick or Trade Booster. Moving on to Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Here we go. For Yu-Gi-Oh! We're talking about Monstrous Revenge. This is a new set. Um, it drops... Oh, crap. It drops in a few days. It's, it's on Friday. So, Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge. This is an expansion of Battles of Legend, right? You have Battles of Legend, uh, Crystal... Crystal something, Battles of Legend, <laughs> Brothers of Legend, all kinds of brothers. But anyways, here we go. Product type, booster pack, drops on the 23rd. 
Um, the only thing, the one thing that caught my eye about this, right, was this guy right here. I saw this on the booster pack. Where is it at? There's a Dark Magician. Boom, right there. Dark Magician riding the Cursed Dragon, right? Battles of Legend Monsters Revenge introduces more than 52 new cards, plus a bunch of returning favorites. This all-foil booster set weaves a tale of knights, dragons, ghosts, and serpents. That's our type of Yu-Gi-Oh! By the way, that's it. That's Yu-Gi-Oh! right there. Knights, dragons, ghosts, serpents. Like that's That was the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, alongside cards from many different decks seen in Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, manga and anime series led by Dark Magician, the Knight of Dragon Magic. That's a hell of a name. Arm Neos Assault Synchron, Numbers Last Hope, Odd Eyes Rebellion XYZ Dragon, and Rocket Coder. The monstrous denizens of this 100-plus card booster set also include Extox Hydra, which can weaken your opponent's uh, monsters from the extra deck. Okay. You can also beef up your deck with Tri-Edge Master. The Synchro Monster. You got the XYZ Pendulum. Uh, Diadra, Diadate, I can't even, the Ooze Giant, that's what it's called. <laughs> From Underworld Ghosts, the Puppet Chessmen, Performer Pals, the Sky Strikers, okay. Battle of Legend Monsters of Venge is also the first booster set of the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game to celebrate its 25th anniversary with quarter century secret rares. So the secret rares are going to be quarter century. That's why I kind of honed in on this. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I know people aren't too excited about the Quarter Century Secret Rares, but with the right card, it might be cool. Uh, you can find Quarter Century Secret Rares, versions of new cards like the Arm Neos and Assault Synchrone, but also for iconic cards from the game's history like Dark Arm Dragon, Dante Traveler of the Burning Abyss, and the new alternate art Sky Striker Mobilize Engage, plus some of today's hottest cards like Rite of Arimasir, Divine Arsenal, Zeus, Sky Thunder, and Welcome Labyrinth. Okay. So they don't are they not gonna do that for the Dark Magician? Come on. Come on. They have to. Each five card pack contains four ultra rares, one secret. Okay, so it's a special set. It's gonna be loaded with foil. 40 secrets, 62 ultras, more than 20 cards in this set, also available as quarter century. Oh, I knew it. Hopefully they have it. So, first of all. I'm a Dark Magician guy. I would love to have this card, but let's go to TCG Player. Let's see what's going on here. Monstrous Revenge. Let's see if they got anything for pre-sale here. Monstrous Revenge. Give me something. I don't see it. It might not even... Here it is. Well, so this is a secret rare. Dark Magician, the Knight of the Dragon Magic. But it's not the quarter century so they don't really have it oh my gosh those quarter centuries are over a couple hundred bucks what the sky striker ip mascarina ubelion lady of the labyrinth wow so they have some they have some of these uh quarter centuries up but not all of them because there's 20 of them so they probably don't know which ones are going to be which that's my guess so keep an eye out for dark magician that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm saying. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Danger Nessie. That's a quarter century. That's awesome. Super Palmerization. Cool. Where are we? What else we got? Assault Synchrone. Okay, where's the Dark Magician? There better be a Dark Magician in here. Don't, don't do this to us. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Medolce Queen. That's kind of cool. X-Tox Hydra. Dark Magician. There it is. What? Did someone buy one? No sales info yet. Dark Magician. I knew they had to. There was no way they weren't going to do that. Arm Neos. Dark Arm Dragon. See, those would be those would be sick. Uh, I think those will look really nice. Now, I don't know if there's higher rarities of those cards, but the quarter century 25th anniversary look, maybe it'll have this stamp on there of the of the on the quarter centuries. That'd be cool. Uh, but there you guys go. That's a quick look at Yu-Gi-Oh! Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge, that drops this Friday. Might want to check it out, um, or you could just buy yourself a Raw Dark Magician. That's probably something I'll do. Got to take a look, though. Okay, that's it for Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Moving on to Dragon Ball. Here we go.
Dragon Ball this week, we're talking about the new God Rare in Wild Resurgence. It's a Goku. Dragon Ball Super reveals Wild Resurgence, the new God Rare. All right. The God Rare from Dragon Ball Super Card Game has been revealed as an angelic Sun Goku peace resolution. This is from uh, bleedingcool.com. Bandai has begun to roll out details for the next Dragon Ball Super Card Game expansion. Early promotional materials suggested that this set was themed to resurgence with the word as a proper noun. Okay. During that time, we're going with the strong hint that this set would be called Zenkai Series Resurgence. However, it has been confirmed that it would actually be called Wild Resurgence. We got that. Come on now. This is the fourth expansion of the series. We can confirm that the set will include a God Rare for the first time since the Bardock GDR September 2022, Dawn of the Z Legends. We can also confirm that some of the set's focuses as the Golden Frieza Saga from Dragon Ball Super. Maybe I haven't looked at the set list, so I'll have to take a look at some of the Gold Frieza uh, stuff. The first Z era, Dead Zone, which uh, featured Garlic Jr. Wow, that's really old. Okay, and then we're going to feature the, the chase card, the Goku. Here we go. Let's take a look at this here. What the? There we go. Here's the Goku. Um, you know, you never really know what these like. You got to see them in person to to really really know. I, you can already see here, the feathers on this card have gold. That's kind of cool. Um, what's that up there? It looks like scratches up here at the top. Let me see if I can show you. Oh, I can't show you. <clears throat> um, for the artwork, I'm glad it's Goku. For the artwork, uh, I believe it was Jay Parks. He shared it in the Discord, and I was like, I could do without the wings. Get rid of these damn wings. This is never... Get rid of that. I don't... This isn't Digimon. Get rid of that. I would... I'm, I told him, too. I said, hey, I would probably still go for the um, Goku universe at stake. Because it's just a better card, in my opinion. Um, this is the third God Rare ever printed. Goku, Peace Resolution is an iconic image that many fans of the series will remember from We Were Angels. Ending credits. Yeah, see it. Look at this. Why is this thing farting right there? That's weird. Okay. The third God Rare. God Rares are said to be as rare as one per two or three booster cases. Sounds like a starlight. Uh, there is no guarantee of one showing up in a sealed case. The number of booster boxes you have to open, reasonably expect hitting one, is astronomical. God Rares present an alternate art version of a secret rare. The secret rare version of Goku, Peace Resolution, showed Goku using King Kai to communicate Super Saiyan 2 Goku. So the God Rares include Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, Bardock, and now Goku. Who? What do you think it'll sell for? Probably about 2000 bucks, but I'm not really concerned about the price. Um, I mean, look. This is just not that one. I'm sorry. This is a superior card, this Goku here. If I could even show you. Hold on. One sec. Where's my damn? There. Sun Goku Universe and Strike. This is a better card. It's a superior card. You know, like. I get they're trying to tug on the whole heartstrings thing, like, oh, it's from the ending credits, but, like, get rid of the wings. Come on. I don't know. I guess I don't like it. It's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. I guess you could say that. Um, if I were to buy one, if I were to buy one and grade it in a 10, I'd probably sell it. It's just I don't really feel... Like the need to keep that. Like I still, <laughs> to be honest, I still, I still like the Goku signature card um, from you know Tournament of Power. Like that's still my favorite card. So I don't know. That's what they should have done. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? They did something like that. Like, like check this out. If we went Hope of Universe Seven, right? If we go here. And we put this card in gold as a reprint, God Rare, right? So you went from SPR to reprint God Rare. That would be sick. This would be bad. 
Oh my gosh, they made that all gold. Be perfect. So you guys let me know. Drop a comment. Drop a comment what what you think about this new Goku GDR. Some people in the Discord said it was kind of cool. Some didn't really say anything. Some were laughing at the jokes I was making, but I don't know. I'll I'll probably just pass. Pass. All right. That's it for Dragon Ball this week. Moving on to our sports card section. Here we go. Chris, you got to find me a better sample. Okay, here we go. We're going to be talking about Jaw Morant today. Jaw Morant. Um, he's been in a lot of trouble. In a ton of trouble for uh, waving guns around on his Instagram. And and I, I know that he's been suspended going into next year. He was suspended earlier this year. He went to counseling and got some help. Um, I also hear the other side that it's like, it's not illegal to wave a gun on a camera. There are also parts where he, he was saying, uh, his team was saying the gun was fake. It's a fake gun. Why are you getting mad over a fake gun? Um, there's also people saying, well, he had the weapon in places where you're not supposed to have the weapon. So that's that's where you get in really big trouble. And then the big thing, too, is just being a role, overall being a role model for kids. Maybe waving a gun around isn't bad. Quote, it's not against the law to do. However, young kids who are impressionable don't know that he's not doing anything harmful. They just know that he's doing something cool. Quote, unquote, quote, unquote, cool. Oh, that's cool. I want to be like that. I want to be like him. A kid does it. Accidents happen. That's his fault for setting the example. So I kind of see that. Um, I see all points from here. Like, I understand if it's fake, it's fake. There really is, like, there's not a law that says you can't wave a fake gun. And there's there's no laws that say people can assume it's a real gun. Like, there's no, like, the Grizzlies don't have any rules saying you can't wave fake guns on Instagram. But if it was real and he took it to places where it wasn't authorized, that's chargeable, right? You can get in trouble for that. Uh, but then let's say he was just doing it in his house. Like, if he's in his house and... uh there's nothing wrong with waving around your gun in your house. It's not safe. It's not the safest thing to do. It's not the smartest thing to do. It's irresponsible. But there's nothing wrong with that. And I've heard that argument as well. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of true. I mean, if you're a legal gun holder, you're allowed to hold it. But also, you know, like if I were to hold my weapon and I'm waving it around, my kids are going to start to associate weapons with, with dicking around. And they're not going to take it seriously. That's when people get hurt. So... I get it. But today we're going to be talking about the prices and we're taking a look at the 2019 Prism Base Rookie for John Morant. So this is a, a card that was big. I mean, um, around COVID, around COVID, this like this card was had huge price. Let me see if I can find it actually. So let's go. Let's go back to COVID. Right here. Boom. Look at this. So there were times when this thing was selling for uh, six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, he was he was all the hype. This was his uh, rookie of the year um, year when you know he beat out Zion. Um, I bought mine right around here, like twenty nineteen. Where's twenty nineteen? They don't even have twenty nineteen. Oh, it's because I didn't filter it. But I bought a BGS. I had a BGS nine point five. I had a PSA ten. I had a couple, like multiple copies of this card, and I had bought them around like one hundred fifty, two hundred, and I ended up selling everything. <laughs> Right around this area right here. Um, because I was like, this is a base card. It's not even rare. I'm going to get rid of him. Um, and he had already won Rookie of the Year. And that was my plan when I bought them. But anyways, look at this downward projection here. So he started getting in trouble last year. So we'll go back to 2022. Let's go back here. We'll start with... Uh, when's this, when the preseason start? In the summer? Early, early fall? So we're going to go, we'll go August. Let's go August 2020. Oh, dang it. Son of a gun. That's not what I wanted. I want August 2022. Give me that. Two. Oh my gosh, I just totally ruined that. What is going on here? Oh gosh, I'm so sorry guys. Hold on. June 20th. There we go. August 
look at this downward projection here. This is what I was trying to chart for you guys. I'm on market movers, by the way. Uh, this downward spiral here from last summer all the way down to now, which is about 67 bucks for a PSA 10 base. To be honest, now, I'm just, there's a lot of things to consider, though. Because this card has a graded population um, of 22,000. There are 22,000 PSA 10 base John Morants. So he's part of that. This specific card is part of that COVID newbie like boom where a lot of noobs were grading base cards trying to flip them. Um, that's one thing. So that's that's that also contributes to why the price has dropped. Now his negative news it's also, it's like a, he's getting double, he's getting double banged here. It's bam, bam. Um, but his prices have dropped a ton. And I'm sure if you go to the higher rarities, they dropped even more. What I wanted to talk about though, is that let's say he gets out of this. Let's say it's, it's not what we thought it was. Let's say his punishments aren't as bad and he ends up back in the NBA mid next season and he just kills it. And he never has a problem again. I, it would be likely. Now, I wouldn't say this card because this has a population of 22,000. I'm not sure. I, I want to say that if you have a lot of play money, that buying at such a cheap price, because, you, you know, the season, you could buy these. You could wait a couple more months, right? Like the season's over. Uh, you could start buying these in September, like August, September, October. And uh, maybe even a little bit longer because he's suspended. But like, but I would say like August to November, you could start buying his cards. And if he comes back to life, you can expect these to go up. I, I bet. I don't know how much. But I what I'm saying is you could apply this rule to like his higher rarities as well. Like, let's see if we can try and find a silver um, rookie here. Here's a silver and a PSA 10. Let's take a look. So again, it, it already happened. It already freaking happened. This is what I was talking about. Let me let me remove this one so you can see what I'm talking about. So it bottomed out here at 370 bucks and then just recently had a sale at 430. So it, it went up, it went up 60 bucks in just a span of a few weeks. People are probably thinking what I'm thinking too. Like, hey, I, if I can get this card. Uh, this is a silver, by the way, but um, if I can get this card, look, this was playoff time, I believe. Yeah, right around here. Oh, this is October before the uh, season started. But anyways, like I was saying, I think if people want, if they believe in John Morant and they think he's going to come back, it's actually a good time to buy his stuff. Um this doesn't happen often in sports, but it does happen where just a couple things will happen and just ruin someone's price. But the, the guy's not dead, right? He's not in dead. He's not dead and he's not in jail. Now, a lot of stuff can happen between now and when he starts playing again. But let's just say he serves his time. He serves his suspension and nothing else happens. And he starts playing lights out basketball again. Uh, you can expect some of these to go up in price. So. If you don't want to spend the money, 500 bucks right now on a PSA 10, you know, silver, maybe look at raw cards only. You can go, And you could go raw to raw on some of your flips. So you could buy two or three copies of the John Morant raw. Let's see what they are raw. Yeah, they're 50 bucks right now, guys. Look at that. Someone bought one. Someone bought one for 50 bucks the other day. So my point is, is you could buy four copies of this. Now you're betting, this is still a huge bet. You're betting that he doesn't get in any more trouble and you're betting that he comes back and he plays lights out basketball, which I do believe because when he came back for the playoffs, he was okay. Um, it's not really affecting his play. It's just affecting his ability to play on the court. Um, and you go and you make a quick flip on this. That's that's uh, a speculative play. Uh, it's something I've thought about though. I do have a couple of Morant cards that I traded from Chris that I was like, you son of a gun. Because the second I traded him, I got jacked. I mean... Because Morant was killing it. He got in trouble. I still had those cards. I was like, damn. 
that's that. They're not even listed. I don't even have them listed because it's not even worth it right now. Not even worth to list those. So they're just stuck. They're stuck in space and time. Uh, but John Morant, take a look at his rookie cards if you are a speculative sports person. Um, and let me know in the comments if you think he's done. What would you do in this situation? That's something I'm looking at. Uh, and I, in my case, I'd probably buy something raw. I, like I would, I would try to find some serial numbered foil cards or I would try to find uh, maybe some sort of autograph foil, something, something higher than silver, uh, you know, numbered or autoed or maybe some sort of rookie patch. Like I would look for stuff like that. And uh, you're, you're betting on the fact that this guy does comes back and he does well. And that can totally happen, right? There are plenty of players that have gotten in trouble that have come back and killed it. Take a look at Mike Vick, right? Mike Vick's offenses were much worse. He came back and, uh, you know, I'm sure his card market came back to life. Now, he kind of blew up before the cards were exploded, but I bet you it had the same effect on his collectibles. All right. That's enough on Morant. You guys can see the downward trend here. Uh, that's that's across the board on all of his cards, but um, I guess you could say when you see when you see these... When you see like people making posts on social media and they're like, his card has dropped 200%. It's all negative. It's all bad. I would challenge you to start looking at like, okay, well, what's the potential upsides of these bad things happening? Because, because this stuff happened, what happens next? Does it continue to go down or can it go up? And then do, do you become hopeful or do you buy into what's being posted and what's being shown and, and you, you just indulge and you're like, oh, that's it. He's done. It's not worth anything. It's like people are almost happy that cards are worthless. That's what I'm saying. People are almost happy that he's doing bad. It's like, oh, it's tanking his prices. And like, you know, people are liking it. And I'm like, there's opportunity there for people that see it, that can kind of flip that and be like, well, this is a good time to buy because I missed out on buying his cards. Something for you to consider. All right. Moving on. We're going to be talking about the main topic. Well, my favorite topic of the day. That's going to be the king of gaming. Who is it today? Here we go. All right, guys, we're going to be talking about the king of the graded games, specifically CGC, WADA, and VGA. Um, now, this, this by no means is a marker of who's the best and who isn't. It has nothing to do with that. Like, right, like just because someone is more expensive, right? Let's say WADA is the most expensive to grade with. That doesn't mean you get the best product. It also doesn't mean that just because CGC is the cheapest that it's the best, right? It's not about the monetary value tied to it. Uh, I think the best way to describe what is the best is kind of like watch the market. What does the market say? And one way of identifying that is to look at sales. Now, like I was saying, this is not the end-all be-all of like what's the best graded company, right? I'm still new to video games. That's why I'm looking this stuff up because I need to understand it. I need to figure out what's going on here. And uh, what I did is I looked up the three companies, CGC, CGC, WADA, and VGA. And I looked at their sales on eBay since June. So it's June 20th. So 20 days of sales data. This is the amount of sales each company had. CGC had approximately 120 sales. WADA at approximately 112 and VGA had approximately 47 sales. Now, if you're asking why it said approximately, it's because I just counted. I went from, I went, you know, I searched WADA video game, CGC graded video game, VGA, and I went through and I counted each one and I went all the way back to May 31st. Some of those, you know, some of those may not have completed. Some of those may have been refunded. Like there's lots of stuff that could happen. So I say approximately, it's just to give you a ballpark idea. Um, I was surprised to see that CGC had 120 sales. Now, here's the kicker. Almost all of those games, I swear to you, almost all of those games were CIB. That's the first thing. They were almost all CIB. The second thing is um, they were all very cheap. Most of these games sold for under 200 bucks. A lot of them were modern games too, which I thought was interesting. You have a brand new Switch game graded in a 9.4 and it sells for 120 bucks. 
200 bucks was it was 200 and under lots of games were under 100 bucks there were games that were selling for 70 80 90 bucks now something we talked about when i remember we looked at water or cgc a while back and i was like you know i don't know what they're going to do what did they do they undercut the market they have significantly cheaper prices than wada and vga and i told them i i remember telling you guys wada is in trouble unless they make a superior product like and their grading standards are more consistent and better because cgc did the same thing for uh graded cards back when it was just psa and bgs back in the day cgc came in and said hey we're grading cards at 10 bucks a pop and a lot of the newbies figure well if something's cheaper and faster it must mean it's better and then this whole thing that cgc is better like started with trading cards and you're seeing i'm seeing the same exact thing with the graded video games you know like people are like oh if i buy this you know zelda cartridge for 40 bucks and i grade it for whatever you know the cheapest amount i can still sell it for 150 bucks and someone will buy it like and i know that's smart business that's a smart thing to do but um you know i'm i care more about brand and quality and uh, to be honest these cases look fine i think the cgc cases look great i don't like the label i hate this blue i think this blue is stupid i hate this number right here like other than that it's fine change that stuff um but i remember saying that wada's in trouble because they either have to lower their prices or provide a superior service that shows no doubt why people pay more money for wada and i, I think wada's still doing that uh, but it was interesting to see that, that CGC had the most sales. But to note, they had the most sales, but they were also the cheapest sales, right? 50 bucks here, 80 bucks here, 100 bucks there, 220 here, 140 here. Like everything was under 200 bucks. Not a lot of large sales. There was a couple big sales, maybe for like 400, 500. But again, those were on vintage games that, that, that actually fetch like a bigger price, like with, with WADA or even RAW. So that was kind of interesting too. Now let's go to WADA. WADA had 112 sales approximately, uh, which is a little less than CGC, but uh, more than I thought. Um, but the interesting thing here, most of the prices for WADA ranged from like 200 to like $2,000. So they were much higher sales. I saw lots of 400s, 600s, 700s. Um, the, the quality of the sales were much higher than CGC. And you can pull this up on your, on your own too. Just go to eBay, CG, uh, you know, we just go out here. We'll, we'll do it right now. Let's go, to, let's do WADA graded video game. And let's go to sold. You can kind of see here, every sale was over a couple hundred bucks. So uh, 180, that's a new case. 202, 2,500, 250. See, and there's a CGC for 127. 72. 127 for CGC. 127 for CGC. 107 for WADA. 255 for WADA. 113 for WADA. 176 for WADA. 222 for WADA. 300. 800. There's a cheap one for 76. 61. 72. 103. 100. Let me find a bigger one here. I'll show you some of the bigger ones. This was a bigger one for CGC, 8.5 sold for 355 bucks. Harvest Moon's kind of a big deal though. Um, but look, uh, look, like this was 73 bucks right here, a 3DS game. Try and go find that game sealed. Probably not much more, uh, not that, uh, not much more expensive. Two thousand dollars right here for a Final Night um, Super Nintendo game, Wada. Seven hundred bucks for another Wada game. Thousand bucks for a Wada game. Two hundred for a Wada game. Two fifty. That was for CGC. 720 for a WADA game. 400 for a WADA. 600 for WADA. 900 for WADA. 800 for WADA. Like, see, WADA has a lot bigger sales. 700, 200 uh, than CGC. CGC is kind of like nickel diming it, a little bit cheaper here and there. Um, but that was the first thing I noticed. Okay, okay, so CGC sells a little bit more, but they're often a lot cheaper games. So kind of tells you the people that are involved with that. Wada kind of shows you like what kind of audience buys those types of games. You go to VGA. This was interesting because I thought VGA was like the top dog. 
I thought it was like a BGS, you know, where people are like, oh, they grade harder and their cases are nicer and, you know, all this stuff. But there was actually only 47 sales between the beginning of June and today. 47 sales. And a lot, a lot of the VGA sales were similar to the WADA sales. So the prices were very much the same. And I'll try and show you that right now. Let me see. VGA graded video game. Let's see. Oh, shoot. Let's see if we can find some prices here. So you got 202. That was, there was a, a VGA game right there. Uh, see, and I had to scroll through. Look at that. 800, 230, 150. That's not VGA. Four hundred. So, like I was saying, these are they were they were much more similar to what Wada one fifty. That's a PS four game. Five forty. One twenty. That's a PS two game. One twenty. One twenty. Wow, that's cheap for Yu Gi Oh. Two hundred. One ten. Two hundred. Two hundred. Seventy four. Sixty two. Those are those are newer games. Two sixty for the Game Boy Color game. Seven hundred. That's eight hundred actually. Uh, let me get a couple more here to show you guys. 180. Those are not VGA. So you can see I had to scroll through all this crap here because it wasn't that, there you go, like 2000. Like see, like CGC wasn't doing anything like this. That was the one thing I wanted to know was like it wasn't doing any high sales like that. Not even close. Um, there's a Wario over 800 at WADA. So you can see that WADA and VGA had much higher prices and then CGC was more CIB and if it wasn't CIB, it was cheaper games in general. Um, and I'm I'm not sure what to think about that, you know, because I don't really, I like the CGC cases. I think they're cool. But what's in question and what I've always had in question for them is what is the quality and the standard of their grading? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if I trust it. You know, I know that they've been grading comics for a long time. And I know that those same principles can be applied to trading cards and video games. So it's not that hard to make the, the switch. But this is the, this is the second time now, you know, where they just kind of jumped on the scene and it was instantly popular. And I think a lot of it has to do with their prices. I think because they're cheaper, people will use them. Customers like cheap, cheap. The only thing with me, though, is I like quality. And, there's, and I think CGC makes a quality product, but I don't know if they make a quality grade. And, and the reason I say that is because if you look at the sales online, the quality of their grades is not indicative in the prices. Either that or people are just, they're grading cheap, cheap ass games. I'm not sure what to think of it. I think you need more time. Um, but you're just not seeing these big ticket items being sent to CGC. You never do. And I feel like if the big hitters <coughs> really respected the brand, they would say, I'm, I'm not going to water. I'm not going to VGA. I'm going to CGC. And you just don't see it that often. And when you do, it's like few and far between, right? Like WADA and VGA will grade like 20 Pokemon games before CGC grades one sealed one, you know? So it's the selection, right? Like this is a player's choice at GoldenEye. It's not a, not the original copy. So stuff like that. Um, you guys let me know what you think. Who do you like? I know a lot of you haven't graded your games yet. Um, that's that's pretty apparent in our uh, Discord, but maybe you're thinking about it. What are, what are some other things we could be talking about or that we should be thinking about when considering this? Because to me, it's clear that WADA and VGA, even though VGA had you know three, almost three times as less sales as CGC, it commands much bigger prices. Like when you could sell a game for 2000 bucks and... CGC is selling games for two, three hundred. You're talking about 10x the premium. Now it's not the same game conversion, but what I'm saying is, is that no one's sending the insanely expensive games and are selling them. So maybe people are just accumulating at this time. I don't know. I have no idea what to think. You guys, let me know. That's what we talked about today. Who's the king of gaming in the grading corner? Uh, and uh, I'm sticking with Wada. I really like Wada. I've had no no troubles with them. And uh, they do have that new special that's 39 bucks a game. I think it's great. You guys let me know in the comments what you think. All right, moving on to Gengar's Grabs, the last segment of the night. Here we go. All right, Gengar's Grabs. 
last segment of the day. And it's all about you guys, what you guys grabbed this week. Now, I was surprised. There wasn't a lot of stuff in the grabs tab this week. I was kind of worried, so I had to throw myself in there. Um, I hope that this week coming is a better week. Here we go. Number five this week. Going with John Landry. He pulled a secret rare, rare candy. Looks like he had a parking lot pool there. Looks like he's still in his car. Um, there you guys go. Gold rare, secret rare, rare candy. Probably one of the cooler items in Pokemon. Number four this week. Going with Omega Saiyanmon. <clears throat> Got the Julio Rodriguez in a PSA 9. This is... Um, is that, what does that say? I can't even see it. Uh, something Platinum. 2022. Bowman Platinum. Can barely see from where I'm at. All right. He's been getting a lot of slabs lately. I like that. Good job for Omega there. Number three, going with Birthday Boy, too old to mod. Looks like he got a couple boxes of Weisswars Attack on Titan. I don't know anything about this anime. I don't know anything about the cards, but um, it was actually one. It was actually one of the better products that was on Gengar's grabs this week. So that's why Chase takes it at number three. Number two this week. Excuse me. It's me. I had to throw myself in because we didn't even have enough people to share all the grabs this week. I had to throw myself in. That's a PSA 10 Bielzemon alternate art from the starter decks, the structure decks. And uh, I bought him uh, for, you know, I think it was around. Oh, shoot. I just got this a couple weeks back. Like, what's June, May? Maybe, maybe early May. I think I got it in early May and uh, I graded it immediately. Like literally the day I got it in the mail, I sent it off to PSA. Uh, and then uh, we got it back recently, got a 10 and I bought it with the intention of selling it. But it, it looks awesome, and this is a card that I have no problems holding. Like, because it, see, I don't know if you can see it here, but if you look at Bilzamon, the three eyes, right? They all glow. They're glowing. It looks awesome. The texture on the card is out of control. It has a very thick feel to it. It's not like a standard Digimon card. Like, it's the same thickness, but because they have that layer of texture on it, it feels much higher quality and um. Yeah, it was, I, I spent days scouring eBay because I remember I remember Conroe asked about it. What do you guys think about this Bielzemon? I said it was too early back back a few months ago. I kept watching it. Every week I would check in. I'm like, okay, it's 400, 400, 400. Then it dropped like 300. And I'm like, okay. And then I started seeing 250s and I was like, there's only like four of them on eBay. You got to buy them. You got to buy them. Um, so I bought one. And um, yeah, it's a sick card. Awesome looking card. I have yet to see, um, I think the population's a four or five. So PSA population of four or five. And um, man, cool. It's not often that I get to do like the bigger cards like this. All right. Number one this week. Not even a member in the Discord. Well, technically he is a member. He's a member of the Poke Tower. He's just not a member of the Discord. He's too young. Here we go. Number one. Cohen. Uh, Cohen is Nick's son. Nick is in our Discord. And uh, Nick said that Cohen actually traded like, I think, 15 or 16 of his $10 cards to get that Gengar VMAX. It's been something he's been trying to get for a long time. And he finally got it. And um, congrats to Cohen, right? Like, So this is a this is a young collector out there doing doing things that we do, right? Collecting a bunch of stuff, trying to get some value out of it to upgrade our collection. Like, I wasn't doing that. You know, when I was Cohen's age, not even close. Um, so to see a younger kid do that, it's really cool. And that's a hell of a card. It's a good card. Um, probably, you know, one of the coolest Gengar cards that has been released in modern times, if not the coolest one. So congrats, Cohen. Hopefully you're listening or your dad will show you here um, that you won. Great job. Keep it up. And uh, we look forward to seeing more from you. Okay, that's it for Gengar's Grabs. Those are our winners there. We got some MLC going on this week. Congrats to you guys. And that sums up episode 136 of the podcast. If you guys haven't yet, please like the video, drop a comment, share, subscribe, join our Discord because it's free. You can click the link in any of our descriptions down below. And that's it. Um, we got box break coming up end of June. 
you guys send me your ideas, what you want to do. Uh, we'll, we'll make something work. And um, that's it. I will see you guys next week. Episode 137 of the Pokey Tower Podcast. Peace. Peace.